Report a shot fired at officers trying to stop the vehicle. We have uh, one officer shot. We got shots fired. Sounded like an automatic firearm. Covey covered. Shots fired. We have an active shooter. We have an active shooter inside the fairground. Now it's Shots Fired with your host, T.J. Kurgan, Dinah Death Milberg, and the lovely Crystal Powers. Why are you so awkward there, bud? Who are you talking to, bub? <laughs> I think he said bud. I know. I said but bub. you said bub. Bub is better. <laughs> Welcome to Shots Fired. This is your host, T.J. Kurgan, a.k.a. Sick Glock and Cold. I'm your local warlord, and I haven't been here in a hot minute. No. No, and I want Can to even re- maintain the title of local warlord. Oh no, absolutely! I, I have definitely maintained my local warlord status. There's no doubt about that. I just have not maintained my on-air personality. True, just true. <laughs> I've had a lot going on. You have. You've, you've had a busy summer. None of it exactly fun. No, no, no. I just got back from uh, from. What is it? Shoulder surgery. Yeah. I, had my, oh, yeah. I had my labrum repaired, uh, mm. which is your rotator cuff. Uh, and but the good, not, not the good news, but uh, what the good news for the surgeon because he got to charge me more uh, <laughs> is when he got in there. You know, my bicep tendon was also shredded, and oh. so they had to they had to uh, cut my bicep off and then reattach it. So. Got uh, you see there right there in the Woo! in the corner. You can't see on the radio, but this is you know, theater of the mind. Does that? I, itch? I have a giant slash with stitches in it's, it in my it's armpit. Actually, pretty small. Yeah. To be fair, it, if you're feeling self-conscious, it's not. It's not, wow. It's not giant. Are you talking about the cut in my armpit? Yep. I hope yep, so. Yep. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, you're looking very tan. Let's change the subject. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well, when you can't do anything because um, you're the one-armed man. Uh, you you tend to just sit outside a lot and are you like not allowed to use hand. your armor? Well, no. So for the first two, for the first two weeks, I had to be having one of those sling yeah. things. You Couldn't know, even with like drive. it's like a sling with a pillow between you and the arm, and you can't move it. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you how it went. So I had the same surgery. Uh, if anybody out there has shoulder issues, just listen to me. Get it fixed. It's absolutely worth it. Uh, I had this same surgery in two thousand and six, I think. Uh, when I was like in my mid twenties on my right shoulder, mm-hmm. and I always said it was the best thing I ever did because it went from being extremely unstable, dislocating all the time. It made me a liability. This show's about being an asset, not to yourself and your family, not a liability. And that's precisely why I just got this arm fixed because I had gotten to the point to where I was a liability. I couldn't fight my way out of a paper bag because my shoulder was so unstable and so painful. So I got it fixed, you know, 16 years ago on my right side. And, uh, and, and I'd got it done by Dr. Lyndon Gross. He's not paying for this, by the way. Uh, and Dr. Lyndon Gross, the reason I had it done for him, I was actually working uh, for another radio station back then. Uh, do, and, and I was working with the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team uh, doing marketing stuff. And uh, I talked to some of those guys, and they're like, well, if you're getting your shoulder fixed, you should go to Dr. Gross because he does all the pitchers. Uh. And I'm like, well, all I do is wank with that arm. I don't, I'm not throwing it for a million dollars at you know, 100 mile an hour. So I think it would be good. To, you know, I, could, I could use him to get my shoulder fixed. So I got it fixed, and it was great, and it was very painful. And the recovery, I remember, was like six months. And, you know, and so fast forward to now, here I am, 49 years old, and I need to get the other one done. And uh, I'll explain the injury in a minute, but uh, 
I, my wife comes home from uh, Precision Fitness and Medical Spa. We talk about them a lot. And she's like, oh, you should, you should have Dr. Gross do it. He works out at Precision, and he's the best in St. Louis. And I'm like, man, that name sounds familiar. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, give me his card. So I, give, I get his card, and I, I Google him. I'm like, this is the same guy that fixed me 16 years ago. And so not only did he do an incredible job, uh, but the recovery time, in my opinion, and I'm, remember, I'm 20 years older now. Uh, the recovery time is, has been way faster. Well, the technology My mobility is incredible. Um, you know, I, so here's how it went down. The first day after surgery, uh, I, I had a nerve block. So they stick a needle in your neck, mm-hmm. and they drive it in there with an MRI, and I couldn't feel a dang thing. Like, my entire arm felt like a dead appendage. Uh, you know, you, yeah. there was, it wasn't even tingly, you know, at first. And, uh, and so the... Uh, the uh, uh, what is it? The uh, esthetician? No, that, they work on faces. It's uh, anesthetician, An- anesthesiologist. Yeah. The anesthesiologist says, "Oh well, this will typically wear off in like uh, you know eight to twelve hours." Well, like twenty four hours later, I still can't feel my arm. I'm like, "Oh, okay, great. Now I have nerve damage." <laughs> well, because of that though, I didn't take any drugs. You know, I was like, "I'm not going to take any opioids. Oh, I'm going to muscle through this. Yeah. I'm a man up." Right? And then it went away. And then it went. So when the when the nerve block wears off, it wears off in an hour. Oh, so and you go from zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred real quick, mm. and it was unbearable pain. For, I've heard uh, that's one of the more painful. For day one, um, I was in no shape to be a human, uh, but uh, my wife quickly <laughs> got on top of it with the uh, with the opioids, <laughs> and uh, by day two, pain was bad but manageable. Day three, uh, completely manageable. Day four, no pain, and I haven't had any pain since. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, if I if I do something wrong, yeah, I, I get a tweak or a pain. You know, like hey, don't don't do that. Uh, but right now, like I finally got released. I got released out of the uh, sling after two weeks. Yeah, and so that it used to be like six, and yeah. so now they released me out of the sling in two weeks. By three weeks, I was driving, and uh, so I actually drove here to the to the studio today. Um, and, uh, I told the, uh, I told the, the PT guy, I said, Hey, I'm supposed to go on a car rally with my, uh, my car club need for speed yeah. on August 5th. We're going to, we're going to do, you know, like we're going to exceed posted speed limits in some state nearby, uh, for several hours. And uh, I need to be, you know, my goal is to be able to drive in that rally. Right. And, uh, so that's my goal right now is to be able to do that. Could I do that today? No. You know, but I got another week to ten days, I think, before I can, uh, you know, and and every day it's getting better and better and better. Yeah, That's if awesome. you healed this quick, I would assume in ten days it's going to be completely different than it is now. Yeah, it's it's been absolutely amazing. When can you start working out? Uh, well, uh, they let me bench press a super lightweight PVC pipe yesterday. Ooh, that was exciting. Yeah, it was very painful. I, I you, you'd never realize how weak you can be until you try until you have something like this done. And, uh, you know, they completely sever the bicep from essentially my the, where the bicep touches my chest muscle. Yeah. So, uh, but I got it done. And, uh, you know, yeah. and then, you know, immediately afterwards, it's, 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 it's even better. So every time you do the PT, that's the key thing. If you have a surgery like this, whether it's your knee you or your shoulder or your elbow or your, your weenus, which is your elbow, right? Uh, you know, you just have to do the PT. So, like, I'm doing PT three times a day. I go to the PT guy twice a week. And, uh, That's good, that movement. I bought one of those ice pump machines that, they, like, you put this thing on my shoulder and it just pumps ice water over it. And what? Yeah, it's pretty rad. That's some fancy white people stuff right it's there. Actually, you know what I heard it from guys from the VA? Evidently, y- y'all military dudes get those things as part of your surgery. I had to go buy mine on Amazon. 
I have not heard of this, although I have never had surgery in my life. Well, you're about to. What? Possibly. Do I'll you? find out. How have you? What? Yeah. Are you, His mm. wife had the baby. But you talk about your back all the time. Yeah, and never had surgery. Really? That's why he talks about it all the time, because he doesn't get anything fixed. Yeah. This is the guy. Are you still wearing your knee brace? Yeah. So this show is going to be all about just how we as men and women in in this industry, self-defense industry, tactical industry, we just destroy our bodies. Yeah. You also have to, you know, if you're going to live this lifestyle, you have to keep up on it. Well, you got to take care of yourself. You you got to fix what's broken. You know. The way I look at it, there was an opportunity to find a weak point. I found it, and now I can get it fixed, so it's not going to be an issue anymore, hopefully. So you blew out your knee just the other day. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, the uh, 10th of August is when I've got MRIs to find out if I... Uh, the chiropractor today said I definitely didn't completely destroy my meniscus, but he thinks there's probably some shredding and some repair that has to happen. You went happen. and saw Dr. Rich Coling in St. Yep. Peter's? Yep, he uh, checked out my back because... Because of my knee acting up, it then threw my back out, and my back being thrown out has started acting up my right knee, which was my bad knee. My left knee, the one I blew out, is actually was my good knee. Um, and then he started messing with my back this morning, and uh, it, it be bad. Oh, your back's really messed up? Just off feel and just pressing around, uh, my L1, L4, and L5 are toast. Oh, wow. Um, he's going to find out more, but he's like, I'm not even going to align you till I get x-rays and I can see what I'm working with. And then we're going to try to convince the doc when they uh, MRI my knee to throw my back in there. Because apparently, I'm not going to say what hospital, but uh, they weren't very smart. And after I got turned into a human projectile into a BMW... Oh, yeah, that was leaving here, leaving the station when yeah. you got hit on your motorcycle. They never x-rayed or did anything with my back, my head, my neck, nothing. What? Yeah, I know. That's what he said. He's like, you're kidding me, right? And I'm like, How is that not no. protocol back, for them? My neck. Nope. My, mm-hmm. And my, no. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, I think it's about time for a break. We got one minute? We got one we got minute. One minute. So, hey, for the last minute <laughs> of this segment, we need to talk about something. This is the last show for a hot minute that you're going to hear on the air. We are taking a hiatus. But are we still doing the podcast? Yes. In yes. other yes. places. We are yes. taking a tactical sabbatical. Ah, yeah, I like that. I, that was I, like, that. I like it. Yeah. It's tactical sabbatical. You need, if you like this show, if you are one of the five people listening that are not my mom, <laughs> please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you like to listen to podcasts. If you're, if you're Hank Hill and you don't know where to listen to a podcast, then, you know, Google it. You can listen to the podcasts on your iPhone, on your Android. Just search podcast. You'll find it. And once you get to the podcast thingamajigger, search, uh, search Shots Fired. I almost said need for speed. Different thing. Uh, search shots fired, and uh, we are the one with the tactical SHT logo, gun Spart- the Spartan helmet made of guns. That's us. That's our show. You can subscribe to us there. You can also subscribe on YouTube and see Alex and I's ugly faces and the lovely Crystal Powers. Subscribe to our podcast. We'll be right back after this. Suck somebody on a sidewalk. All right, let's talk about this tactical sabbatical. Yeah. So this show is coming off the air for a while. Yep. Not because we don't love Real Talk 93.3 and its listeners, because we do. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, I'll be honest. This is my decision, uh, partially because I've already missed, what, three or four shows in the last, like, six weeks? It's been three or four, uh, yeah. You know, because of my surgery and because I live in Florida, and this isn't Florida. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to be spending a lot more time. I'm up here recovering. I, I, I came up to Missouri to recover, and thank God I did. You know, that it's been like 90-something here every day. Yeah. And down at my house in Florida, it's like 113, and the water's 100 degrees. Oh, seriously? Oh, my God. It's not, you know, it, it, it kills me because it's, pro- it's just feeding the uh, global warming hipsters. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, but, it, you know, <laughs> it's a hot summer in Florida right now, and, uh, and I wanted to recover up here. Uh, you know, and so that's what I'm doing. But when my recovery is over, I'm going to be spending a lot more time at home in Florida. Don't blame and uh, it's kind of hard to do this radio show when I'm in another state mm-hmm. because our technology just isn't there for uh, for the call in. It just doesn't uh, doesn't sound as good. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a tactical sabbatical. We're still going to do our show every week. On uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna record it on Thursdays. It'll it'll probably get published every Saturday morning, just like this one. And uh, you know, nothing's going to change, and we will be back on the radio. Yep. Unless, of course, Tracy Ellis and the and the team here at Real Talk don't want us back, at, you know, when we come back. But I would think we're going to be back on the air sometime sometime after this election gets fired up, probably this winter, you know, yeah. late, late fall, hunting season, that sort of thing. Yep. We're just going to take a couple months, get our podcast studio built, you know, focus on the podcast for a while, and, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully the listeners will stick with us. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just excited for the gun wall. You're, you're excited for the gun wall? <laughs> you have always been excited for the I know. Gun wall. I just keep plugging it. Yeah. Just, I just want to see it. Gun walls are pretty awesome. Yeah. I've got a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of guns, Alex, what's going on in the gun world right now? It's been a pretty Nothing. slow, you know, it's like been uh, Biden's son, his uh, plea deal on the weapons charges just fell apart. So, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, also, like, they show the news right here as we're talking, and apparently the White House. They came out that there will not be a pardon. Oh, yeah. So he might actually be in trouble. Wow. Sacrificial lamb. I think that's in the Bible somewhere. In this story, that's kind of what that screams. Can you imagine a Bible like two thousand years from now, and it's like a, it's like an entire book dedicated to the son of Biden? You know, the sacrificial lamb. Well, that coincides with uh, China rewriting the uh, Bible. Did you see that? I saw that AI was was rewriting the Bible. I didn't know it was China. Yeah, China China is rewriting the Bible? Yeah, they're rewriting the specific parts of the Bible as well as a couple of the Ten Commandments because, as we know, religion is the enemy of communists. So they want you to worship them. So they're, they're great in leaders. China, it's probably illegal to read the Bible, but if they change yeah. the Bible, will they then allow them to read it? I don't know that it's illegal to read the Bible because they talked about what, whatever I read. It was a couple of Protestant churches like they, well, I don't know, maybe maybe this version of the Bible's What do you think they're changing? Them. Well, they talked about, so you know the story of the woman who was caught in adultery and she was thrown at Jesus' feet. and Mary he, Magdalene? Um, different one. Different okay, one. different one. Um, and he writes something in the sand, and then all the people who accused her and they wanted her to be stoned, they left. Yeah, because they didn't live in glass houses or something. Well, they didn't <laughs> have glass houses back then. That's a different thing. Well, so in the Bible, the story goes that Jesus says, turn around, and uh, who's accusing you? And she's like, no one. And he's like, well, then you're free to right, go. Go they didn't and throw the rocks sin no more. Yeah. yeah. But in the new— That's the first stone. Yes. She's stoned the, with one bird. In the— uh, <laughs> in the new version, uh, Jesus himself stones her. What? Yeah. Okay. Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I heard something different than that, but it could be simultaneously going on. I heard that liberals are using AI to rewrite the Bible. 
Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, because that's to be more PC and all inclusive, and probably to add well, some trans. Have stuff you to heard? It and, uh, you know. What? I can't remember what uh, what church theology is promoting this, but the new Sparkle Creed. The the what now? Yeah, I'll I'll find Sparkle it. Sparkle Creed. Yeah, I'll find it when we come back from the uh, the break. I'll read it, but it's it's legitimately the new Sparkle Creed. They're uh, doing this new like trans pride friendly church where they're doing gender neutral priests and stuff. And uh, I'm sure that won't go bad. No, that's not heretical at all. Oh, the blasphemy! And, uh, yeah, no, they legitimately <laughs> have came up with the Sparkle Creed where God's genderless, Jesus is genderless, Jesus oh. had two fathers. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure the that only thing that's genderless is the angels. If yeah, you, if you go by the I, current I'm Bible, pretty... by the non-AI written Bible, I don't know. I've been I've been learning more about that stuff, and like the whole idea of the fallen angels reproducing with humans to have giants and stuff. Oh, Nephilim. Yeah, would indicate they're not genderless. Well, actually, or they can had, they take? They, they had form. both genders. That's confusing. It is, and I actually thought that I used to think that was what you know, like when you when you when you when my Somebody in the media or whatever would talk about a uh, uh, hermaphrodite. Is that the right uh-huh. word? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you have both genders. Uh-huh. That's what I always thought. Like trans people were. I didn't realize that. Like it was just a dude with boobs. <laughs> what? You're not wrong. I love that take. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know this uh, show goes off the rails a lot. That's when we get back. When we come back to the air, we're gonna re we're gonna rework this show a little bit. Are we gonna put the train back on the rails? We're never putting the train back on the rails. This is like a Christmas train going around a burnt out Charlie Brown Christmas tree, and it only makes it around one time per 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 time because there's there's no tracks halfway around. It's it's always going off the rails. I like it. But you know what I'm saying is, you know, this show started out all about you know self defense, um, you know home defense. Guns, gun law, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Frankly, that is very important stuff. Yeah. And close and near and dear to my heart. But it's getting a bit boring. You know, like, I think we should spice it up a little bit. I don't I don't think it's boring. I think it's good to, like, touch on important, like, reminders. You yeah. know? Like, you got to practice your dry firing and you should always back oh, into your parking spaces. What I'm saying is we should talk more about motorcycles. Oh. Yeah. I'm we should talk it. more about cars. Yeah. I, that, I'm cool I, with that. Fishing. Yeah. Hunting? I'm cool with that. <laughs> you know, um, you know, all of the things, you know, with an emphasis on... Self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency and self-protection. Yeah. I just threw yeah. that in there. Yeah. I like it. I mean, that's where I want to take it the show. It makes sense. That's where I want to take the show. So as we're doing our tactical sabbatical, uh, it's, it's basically like Alex and I are going up to the top of the mountain. And we're going to come down with a new show. But it's going to take 40 days and 40 nights. Well, I won't be building a golden calf my, while you're up there. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't come to the top of the mountain with that us. My wife out. would not have that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of the top of the mountain, they grow they they grow green stuff up there. How's your store in uh, in Warrington doing? Uh, good. Yeah, it's, it's Warrington. 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 How's the store in Warrington doing? Uh, yes, uh, Higher Nutrition is doing actually really well. You yeah. Get the play on the, the play on words there. Higher Nutrition. Because yes. they sell like that was, they sell like protein and creatine and 
then they sell pre-workout and then also cbd and thc post-workout and... yeah there you go yeah there you go <laughs> yeah yeah it's going good is it yeah word's getting out uh slowly we haven't had our grand opening yet and we really need to get on that but you can invite me yeah all right yeah well and you know what I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast. So subscribe to our podcast so you can stay on top of the Higher Nutrition Grand Opening as it's coming up. Did I get that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, good, because we're going to break. We'll be oh, back. Okay. Good luck. Oh, the weather is so hot outside. I love it. My Thanks. skin loves it. Your skin does. No. It, you, you are glowing a bit. Thanks. I'll take this over anything below 40. Uh, same. Well, I'm kind of just hoping to get the temps at night down a little bit more so that the fishing can be a little bit better. Because the water during the day, yeah, I do a lot of bass fishing while I'm up here in Missouri, and uh, the water temperatures have been hitting just astronomical. You I'm, know, I'm guessing I don't I don't fish or know anything about it, but I'm guessing with it getting this hot, the fish go down. As yeah, deep the fish as go down to deeper stay cool. to stay yeah. cooler, and they Makes get more sense. they get more passive, less aggressive, huh. lazy. Yeah, M- much, much like, like everyone us. does being outside. <laughs> Pretty much like us. I, I'll, I'll, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how I was able to survive in stuff 30 degrees hotter than today with 100 pounds of gear on and go walk for 15 or 20 miles when you were over in the desert yeah that's like me putting on full kit right now long sleeves pants boots helmet armor gear and walking back to the shop from here yeah, yeah but that's because you thought you didn't have any other choice. so it was like 130 yeah, degrees didn't. over there that was kind of the normal thing yeah, uh, with the heat index. But was it a oh, dry go, heat? heat no, we were down by uh, the Euphrates. The heat index. Oh. Give me the real temperature, Alex. What was the real temperature? Not uh, the real feel temperature. Around 120 or 125. Okay. 120, 125. Okay, yeah, that's something all. like that. But that's you're going to tell me the heat index makes it 130. You know what? Yeah. There, nothing irritates me more. Oh, than thanks. liberal meteorologists with their heat indices and real feel temperature. Oh, what? My wife, she's like, she's like, what's the temperature outside? I'm like, it's 92. She's like, well, what's the what's the heat index? I'm like, it's 92. It's it, it's 92. You know, nobody's gonna tell me it feels hotter because they don't know how I feel and I don't know how they feel. <laughs> it's literally part of the global warming cabal BS. Yeah. You know, the way you turn on the meteorolo- you know, the meteorologist and and not only are they getting uglier, by the way, that oh my God, I don't even want to go there. Uh, <laughs> The, the the meteorologist they the the whole map is red. It's like you're gonna die if you go outside okay. today, and it's all your SUV's fault. Have you seen the psychology of them changing the colors on the? Is that what you're? Yes, the one saying? where they show the map and from years before, and it's the exact same temperatures. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's all green and colors. blue and yeah. orange, and, and now, then they show now it's all red like, and orange. Now, yeah, yeah. death. The, the, the big story I heard die. the other day: another life was claimed by global warming as a man died in Death Valley. Do you I mean, know how many people Death have died? He was hiking Death in Valley. Death Valley. People die. That's why they call it Death Valley. <laughs> it's not called like happy, nice, and cool valley. It's Death Valley because I mean, it's hot. Jeez. I mean, I, I don't know. People it's, are dumb. All right. Let's 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 just get that it out It is a way. bit strange that the water temperature down in the Keys right now is 110 degrees. That's, I've never heard that's, of that. That's, that's, that's a, Or 101. I've never heard of that either. But, I mean, you know what? They could be playing us there, too, because it could be literally. Wait, think is about that it. the, the real, real temperature or the heat index of the water? <laughs> think about it. If this water, if that one water temperature indicator that's indicating at 101 degrees, which is a world record, if it's in an area where there's only six inches of water, yeah, that's going to be completely understandable. But if it's like, in an area that's, that's jacuzzi six hot. feet of water, that's, that's insane. Yeah. 
That's insane. That's uh, that. That's like you know boiling fish. Like you could actually eat the grouper after you catch it. It's done. Nice. Yeah. Comes out done. Yeah, I noticed all these people down in uh, the Keys right now for the uh, mini season. They're down there. It's it's a it's a three day lobster season. Yeah. And every knucklehead in the world goes down there with their boat and like just it's it's just nuts. It's pandemonium. Those are huge lobsters. Yeah, and, down so, there. And, they're, and they're allowed to keep X amount of lobsters and blah blah blah. And uh, I noticed. None of the lobsters in all the pictures on Instagram today were cooked. If the water's 100 degrees, I'm pretty sure that lobster's going to be ready to eat. Right. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. Like, that's, uh, you stick your toes in a yeah. jacuzzi, and yeah. jacuzzis get wet. But like you like said, maybe it's the real feel. Maybe it's the real feel heat index, the water heat index. Yeah. Yeah. This is what the water would feel like if it actually was that temperature. What if temperature's all. No, I'm not. So, I mean, I understand, <laughs> I understand the uh, wind chill. Right. Yeah. Because wind. Yeah, wind can, does can, can make the the pain of cold worse because it's mm-hmm. I don't know the science behind it. It's drying out your skin or whatever, or it's it's evaporating water off your skin yeah. as it blows by. But how does how does heat index work? It's either this temperature or it's not. Now, I understand that blacktop can get up to 165 degrees because they've been talking about that a lot on the media. Oh, you know, yeah, heat gun in the blacktop. You can cook an egg on this. Don't take your doggies outside. Yeah, you know, and and maybe if you're standing on that blacktop, it's hotter, but it's not a real feel heat. It's what it, it's literally what it it is right there because well, yeah. the blacktop is cooking you. Oh well, yeah, you know. I just I think everything is a lie. I, I'm kind of right there with that chick on the airplane. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right there with the chick like, on the airplane. You know, the, the hot chick with the big tatas that was like, I don't that guy hat. right there is not real. There's been two people on video doing that, like, all around the same time, too. Really? Really? Yeah. There was a guy. I only saw the lady. No, there was a guy, too, who literally was same thing. He's freaking out, literally saying the same stuff. What do you? Th- why do you think that? It's 2023, well, man. Well, I'm not first of all, anything off the table. Like I don't, I don't trust anything. <laughs> Literally, Congress for the last week week has been has yeah. had three whistleblowers talking about aliens and how we have alien biology and we have alien ships. You know, yeah, same they're, they're same stuff. Shoving that, the alien stuff. Real oh, hard. they've been shoving it down our throat, and nobody cares. Yep. <laughs> no, it's like yeah, that sounds about right. Well, and it is, and the funny thing is, it's not because nobody believes them. And it's not because people are smart enough to know that this is just a distraction. You know what's happening right now? Socially, we are the frog in the water that keeps getting the temperature turned up. But it's only the real feel, right? (laughs) Touche. Well played, sir. Well played. My, how the turntables have turned. I'm just saying. It's, uh, did you see Mitch McConnell? Dude, what oh, happened yeah. to that? Did they forget to change the batteries? These people are all aliens, dude. I'm somebody like the AI, AI, the server you came unplugged. Been here for our conspiracy so talk. My, my comment on that was only halfway joking. I commented, well, in his defense, with this heat, the lizard people do get dehydrated faster. Yeah, no, it's. Part of me, part of me like thinks, person, you know, it, it, that, they're, yeah. that these people, you know, Biden, his whole administration, yeah. they're aliens. I. That's I why. That's why they're telling us aliens exist because they know we're not going to believe it. Hide in plain sight. Yeah. No, I think it's one of those like revelation of the method things. Like if I tell Re- you, wait, revelation of the meth head. Method. Oh. Like I'm going to tell you what I'd I'm rather do. it be revelation <laughs> of the method. <laughs> Weird sort of tweaker no, version of no, no, Star no. Wars. No, no, no. Have you heard of revelation? Okay. 
Revelation of the Method, with the, where they tell you what they're going to do before they do it because they believe in this like karmic. If yeah, we tell you yeah, before okay. we do it, then well, we're that's absolved. That's why things that happen of... in, in real life always happen in a movie first. Yes. Like The Simpsons. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's South what, Park. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're doing with aliens. Okay. Yeah. Except there's sprinkling some Project Blue Beam, Blue Beam in there. and then Yeah. Uh, Project Blue Beam. Yeah. It, please explain. Holograms. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like Princess Leia. Uh, but better. Yeah. Well, so this is just totally my opinion. I have zero proof of this. But I think that they're going to do either either aliens and or some sort of like fake second coming with holograms. Nothing would surprise me. I mean, they were able to have two pocket uh, Coachella. Oh, yeah. So and that was years ago. Yeah. Have you and seen the ones? Good. There's some videos from uh, I think it's like China where they have holograms of like blue whales it's in an auditorium it looks so real it's crazy that's terrifying yeah between ai and and deep fake stuff the the, the I, deep fake stuff is kind of i scary. really want to disconnect from the world so badly no yeah. just screens yeah screens? Not, not people just screens uh, but if those people have screens i need to disconnect from them too i i'm, <laughs> I'm not against it I, I i'm cool with that i yeah i'm on yeah. board okay so we could start our own commune. I feel like that's happened before and usually goes bad. <laughs> Something about drinking Kool-Aid and things get weird. Also, the government doesn't like when you do your oh, own thing. Oh, that's right. Remember that other one? Yeah. Yeah. The, so, way, the one in Waco? Yeah. That the ATF killed and then they make an anniversary post every year celebrating it? Yeah. That one? Mm. That one. Yeah. That's that so. That's my new goal. Is I, I got a T-shirt that says ATF. Weird is gay. segue. Okay. Yeah, no. uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, my goal is to get a picture wearing that shirt next to an ATF agent. Well, they I shop in our stores, so yeah. Know, that's why I'm, I'm just there. waiting for the time to happen. I'm gonna be really pumped. Do they secret shop? Speaking you guys? of, uh, well, like I'm sure. Secret. I'm sure they do. But we also have agents that come in to buy gear. You know, like oh. We, yeah, we on a regular of, basis. You know. Oh, okay. We, we, had okay. A fed, we had a federal agent in the... I'm not going to say it was an ATF agent. I'm not going to say what branch of the federal branch Davidians they were. Um, but uh, we, had a, we had an agent in the other day that uh, brought in a really, really cool rifle. I'm not going to say what the rifle is in case he's listening or somebody else is. Really cool rifle. It was a uh, 30-odd-6, right? And uh, he hands it to me, and uh, somebody <laughs> says, "Hey, is that, you check that, right?" He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I check all my guns." Blah blah blah. Uh, I, I pull the I pull the bar, you know, the bolt back, and sure enough, tink. there's a there's a thirty odd six in there, just happy happy giant bullet just sitting in the chamber. And you know, this is a federal agent, so you got to you got to know the status of your guns, guys, before you walk into a gun shop, before you but before you put the gun in your truck, yeah, before you take the gun out of the house, before you put the gun in your holster, it, it you should know if it's loaded or not, not because when you put it away, it was unloaded, or bec- when you put it down, it was unloaded. I've seen God throw bullets yep. into guns before. Yep. Uh, so if we want to talk about one thing today that is gun-related, it is always know the condition of your weapon. Anytime you know? anybody asks, like, goes to pick up one of my guns, is this loaded? I just go, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, you come in and hand me a loaded weapon, I'm fine. I'm not scared of a loaded gun, but when somebody tries telling me they cleared it out first... And, and then you're scared loaded. of the person. <laughs> then it's more like you don't know what you're doing and you're mm. probably in your We room. literally have a jar, a big plastic jar yeah. on the counter at Tactical SH. I. 
T in St. Peter's that says it's not loaded. Yeah, it's and the, it's, it's not loaded. It's jar. got two or three inches of bullets in the jar. This is a big them? jar, yeah. like a like a gallon mayonnaise jar, right? Mm-hmm. And, we uh, also publicly humiliate whoever does. Like I'm completely fine. We're we're courteous. We help people. We will answer your questions and be as friendly as possible all day long. I don't know. Shaming the works second, sometimes. Yeah, the second you do that, you're going to get publicly humiliated. And hopefully yeah. you remember not to do that again. Well, exactly. if, not, if anything Horrible. else, we might be saving your life by embarrassing exactly the, by embarrassing the the the, the mm-hmm. neglect out of you, the 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 liability, the whatever the word is. That's scary. Yeah. And if you flag one of my customers or one of my employees with a loaded gun or a customer, you're going to get your gun skipped across the parking lot. Yeah, oh. flagging by means me pointing the gun at somebody. Yeah. Is. So so on the on the gun thing, knowing the condition of your gun. Uh, the way we check the condition of our gun, say when we're putting it in the holster, is we do what's, what's called a press check. Yep. Right? A press check can be done without your finger anywhere near the trigger. Uh, there's several different ways to do it. If you're good, you could do it one-handed. You just gently pull back the slide, visually see whether or not there is brass or a shell in your breech. Yeah. Right? Uh, you don't have to unload the gun. You don't have to cock the gun any further. You just kind of slide it open, look inside. If you want to see how that's done, watch the movie Heat. When Al Pacino's in the elevator, yeah. he does a famous press check on his 45 ACP. That's my homework. It's yes. rare you see it in movies, too. That well, was impressive. Well, I mean, Heat was one of the best tactical, yeah. correct movies ever made because Michael Mann, the producer, also the producer of Miami Vice, sent all of those actors to the FBI Training Academy in Quantico, Virginia, to actually learn how to fight with guns. Yeah. And that's why it was actually a, a really well-done movie that you can't – no gun guy can watch Heat and pick it apart. There's nothing wrong with that movie. Oh, that's no. so fun. Uh, it makes me want to be an no, actor. No Terran tactical at the time, so that's where they had that's to sit. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where everybody goes now for training. Have you speaking of movies, right? Yeah. So like Terran tactical trains John Wick. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And John Wick Four was an epic movie. Yeah. Absolutely epic. Yeah. But it is not in any way realistic. No. It is absolute gun jitsu. Right. Yeah. Gun fu. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about what gun fu is right after this. We'll be right back. Try that real feel stuff in a small town. True story. Are we keeping you awake, bro? Yeah. This is literally the last <laughs> segment of the radio show. You have to stay awake for 10 minutes and 19 seconds. Okay, wait. I want to hear what gun foo is. Gun foo? Yeah. Gun foo? What? Is that like curving the bullet or something? No, no. no. Okay, so <laughs> Matt, you remember That's kung foo? I mean, you're not, you're probably not, you're not old one. enough to remember kung foo. Um, I actually enjoyed quite a few bold. Asian movies. <laughs> kung fu movies. No, they weren't all kung fu. Yeah. Well, so, so Alex, can you explain to me what kung fu is? It's a type of martial arts. Well, it's, it's, it's really a type of movie involving martial arts. Right? Yeah, they're usually really corny. The, Very uh, orchestrated. Yeah. Uh, you know, extremely choreographed fighting. Okay. The talking is usually like two minutes off of the mouth movement. It's yes, awesome. which, you know what, we it's should do our part. podcast that way. That would yes. Yes. <laughs> We should do that. Yeah. We should do a slight delay. Yeah, I'm surprised with with Dixon's skill set. I'm surprised it's not already like that. <laughs> the, my Netflix does that every once in a while, and it drives me insane. Like I've tried. Yeah, to Yeah, you see have to pause it and then rewind yeah. it and then try to get it to drives get me it to insane. When back that happens. Up. So, Gun Fu is a modern day take on Kung Fu, where they're basically choreographing the gunfights. Mm-hmm. And and the and the firearm and the gun violence, as the liberals call it, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they're choreographing it to the point of spectacular, 
just it's it's just amazing. You know, it's like, like a dance. Yeah, you know, it's like three backflips with a half twist and shoot six guys in the room at the same time. And yeah. you know, it's just it's just it's it's very very unrealistic, but yet because of modern technology, AI, animation, awesome. it just looks amazing. So is it similar to because I I've seen the first three I didn't see John Wick four. Is it similar to the Matrix in what you're? I would say the Matrix is gun is early gun gun fu. Yeah. yeah, that's probably one of the most OG ones. But but at the same time, I don't. There was a little bit of it. The uh, the scene where he's in the building, the federal building, and in the lobby. Yeah, the lobby scene. It's one he's of my doing all those flips and twists. Yeah, yeah and that jumps. was absolutely gun fu. Yeah. yeah, that that definitely is. And so so uh, we've got no the original one actually. I'm sorry, Equilibrium. With uh, Christian Bale, if really? you haven't seen that, oh. that is a spectacular. That's the original Gung Fu. We should we'd actually do our next podcast should be the top ten Gung Fu movies ever made. Yeah, that's probably the most. So, without geeking out on it too much, it's they're they're in a almost like nineteen eighty four type society where you all like emotion worse all emotions banned. Uh, Art, music, all that stuff is banned. TV's banned. Um, and those who serve the state get picked at a very young age and are taught this very choreographed, like they did all this analysis of like hundreds of years of gunfights and watched all these movies and analyzed the perfect stance and places and movements to do for each shot mm-hmm. to never get hit. So there'll be scenes where they're taking down like one guy is in a gunfight with like twenty dudes, but he ducks knee bent over sideways at all these different points like a dance, and he's able to get because it's predictable what people do is what it's supposed to be. Gotcha. So they're able to use this and come up with the perfect dance of he shoots everybody like kills all thirty people in a matter of seconds and never gets hit. But the fact that they go into a backstory of like how they're trained to do that, and there's actually a process behind it, not just you're a ninja. It's it's actually pretty cool, and it's a good movie to boot. Sweet. So we will do that. Uh, please make a note that uh, the next show we're going to do the top ten gun fu movies. We need to make sure that there's ten Excellent. of them out there. It might be the top seven. I don't know. But uh, if you're listening and you know of a gun fu movie. You know, mention it in the app. If, if you're on the Real Talk app, put it in the app. Otherwise, go to our YouTube channel, comment it there, or in any of the, any of the podcast channels. Um, the reason I wanted to bring that up is John Wick was awesome. John Wick 4. Yeah. Right? Uh, with the exception of the falling down the stairs scene, which I thought was just beyond stupid. I uh, thought they added that in there, knowing Keanu Reeves' kind of weird humor. Yeah. I think that was supposed to be almost a comedic break in the movie. Uh, it had to be. It had to be. Because uh, he literally just falls down stairs for over like and over twenty and over. minutes. He's just falling <laughs> down the stairs. Um, anyway, uh, I wanted to I wanted to make a, you know, a, a an observation. So I watched while I was uh, while I was all drugged up and laid up. I watched Guy Ritchie's The Covenant Two. I think it was The Covenant. No, it wasn't The Covenant. Not Guy Ritchie's The Covenant. It was uh, Extraction Two. Oh yeah, I haven't Extraction seen Extraction Two. two is amazing really but it is people were tearing it, it apart it is a, well they're probably tearing it apart he because took cover it, behind a ladder extract no, hold on <laughs> extraction one was extremely tactically correct in a very good gunfight movie yeah extraction two i'm saying right now is a better gun foo movie than john wick four wow really 
bold claim. That's a hefty it's, claim. I'm I'm thinking there is just the 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 uh, the violence of action, the choreographed violence of action is at that level, if not exceeding it. However, because it's gun fu, there was some ridiculous stuff. You know, Honorable like, mention. Nobody could get shot that many times and live. That sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honorable mention that's accurate, that is spectacular, Terminal List. Yeah, oh, yeah. Terminal, terminal List is... Terminal, I, I wouldn't say Terminal List is gun fu, though. No, no. It's it's borderline just because Terminal of List is just tactical Skill and pure like violence of action yeah. makes it close to that. Well, if, you, if you've read the books, uh, the Jack Carr book series, it's just... Amazing. Like, yep. uh, there is not a better writer on earth if you're into that sort of thing. You know, and I've been into reading those kind of books for a long time. The whole Jason Bourne ish, you know, mm-hmm. assassin, mm-hmm. you know, geopolitical stuff, you know. And, and it, it's like Tom Can- Clancy on steroids. Right. Well, it's like J- Tom Clancy, but it, but if Tom Clancy was actually a Navy SEAL that deployed. Yeah. You know, because Jack Carr was a Navy SEAL that deployed, and he's got friends like Dom Rosso yep. and and guys like that that can tell him stories, and then he puts the stories in the book. You know, like Dom's uh, the Dynamis Alliance blades that we carry. Uh, you know, we all carry them in our appendix. Uh, that that's actually in the in the book and in the movie. You know, he, he uh, the the uh, oh, what is it? The flathead, the the combat flathead, which is basically a screwdriver that you stab people with. Yeah. That's that's in the movie. That's so cool. Um, yeah. The uh, the tomahawk in the movie, I believe, is uh, originally from Half Face Blades or yeah. some some sort of influence from Half Face Blades. He actually in the in the movie Terminal List, he actually talks about Half Face, but it, yeah. as a character, but not you know like bringing that in that reality to you know kind of paralleling reality. So yeah, that could be a whole other podcast for us. But you know, the Terminal List is not gun fu, no way. No, yeah. You, so I remember you telling shooter. me I should watch that. I haven't it, watched it. It is fantastic. It what, is fantastic. What is your favorite movie? I Barbie Legends of the Fall <laughs> has been for like twenty years. Legends of the Fall know. isn't that a baseball movie? What? No, uh, Brad Pitt nineties. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one of those Brad Pitt chicks. No, I mean this is like literally twenty years ago. I don't know. I don't really you know, watch movies anymore. You know, Brad Pitt has like a super gangster setup, a uh, Dyna or FXR. Really? Yeah, like a built like oh, beautifully. I did not know that. Beautifully built, high-end, performance-based uh, FXR. Huh. Yeah. Good for him. Now she um, likes him even more. Nah, I don't know. What's Legends I, of the Fall about? I've never seen it. Um, uh, You know what? You should see it. I don't want to ruin it for you. It's amazing. It's World War One movie, isn't it? Um, I can't remember what time or, I... Uh, so they're in Montana, and they have this beautiful house. And Well, he's kind of... Okay, I'm just going to... No, I don't want to ruin the whole movie. You have to see it, okay? He plays every guy's um, dream character because he's just this, like, rugged, doesn't follow the rules, also leaves a wake of bad things behind him. But he, like, cleans up his act and he gets a family and stuff. But you should watch it. It's good. It's also kind of sad. Yeah. So probably that one. I don't know. Gladiator was amazing. I love The Matrix. Gladiator was really well done. Um... What's that one? Okay, this is going to kill me. The guy who trained Bruce Lee. What's his name? Oh, Ip Man. Those are also fantastic. one of my yeah. favorite movies. Yeah, those are fantastic. Great. Used to be Star Wars, but then Star Wars got bought by Disney, and I disassociated work. myself. Yeah. Bruce Lee, then you got Brandon Lee, The Crow. They're redoing The I, Crow. Are yes. they really? Yeah, They're next redoing year. everything. Uh, one of the Skarsgård brothers. Well, that was a really loud plane that just went overhead here at the uh, at the Real Talk Studios. That's impressive. Yeah. That's so tough. if they're going to redo The Crow, yeah. 
Who's doing it? Like Disney? Or are they going to make it like a white bird? Probably. They're going to make it a no, dove? No, no. I, I can't remember who's doing it, but it looks. Is it going to be as dark as the crow? Oh, uh, it looks darker. It's one of. The, I mean, it's one of the scars guards. The the same one who played Pennywise in it. Ah. Um. So that's going to be an interesting one. Yeah. Because surprised all, anybody would remake that though after Brandon Lee died doing it. Yeah. That that yeah. whole thing. You know that whole sad. story because he didn't know the condition of the gun. Bingo. And, you know. He uh he got uh, what's what's Alec Baldwin. He got Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. tragic. But uh, you know, I, I never will understand why Hollywood uses real guns as props. No, because I've worked in Hollywood on Range Fifteen, and they were definitely not real. They were real guns, but they were converted. There was no way they could fire a real bullet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, they should be using UTM guns or something. Yeah. What's UTM? Uh, ultimate training munitions. Oh, is it ultimate? Yes, it's Whoa. basically spicy paintball. It, it hurts. Oh, wait, question. Is that similar to the combat um, air? I, I combat? No, um, something, something, North 818? Yeah, yeah, 18, 18 North Central. That's oh, I you. combat? That's just laser. Yeah, that's just laser, laser. tag. Yeah, there's no pain involved. UTM is pain. I just did the laser, whatever it is, combat laser tag. And that was so fun. It does, but real tactics don't really work much in that one. I yeah. mean, you can. I haven't done can it, so some. I can't speak about it. But we're out of time. That's our our oh. last show is over. It's ended. It's over. So we are going on our tactical sabbatical. And uh, you, if you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, which is the Tactical SHT YouTube channel, or subscribe to this podcast on any place you find podcasts, you will not hear us during the tactical sabbatical. But we will continue doing what we do every week and hopefully be back on the air this fall with a new show. And uh, hopefully you got a piece of it today, a little taste of what it'll be like. But subscribe to our podcast. Keep your head on a swivel out there. Always know the condition of your gun. And I will catch you all on the flip side.